This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Welcome to the Blood Red channel as Liverpool prepare to make their first signing of the summer in the form of Olympiacos left-back Kostas Simikas. I'm Guy Clark as we get set to bring you the lowdown on the Reds' latest recruit with the Greek international penned in for his Melwood medical. We'll find out about Simikas's rise to prominence, having had spells in both Denmark and the Netherlands, when he came onto Michael Edwards and Jurgen Klopp's radar, and crucially, what he'll bring to the Reds. Joining us to answer all that and more and to allow us to get an insight into the player, it's a pleasure to say Themis Kessaris, the uh, managing editor of Sport24, joins us from Athens. Uh, Themis, thanks for your time and I bet it's uh, it's a real busy one for you right now. It is, it is. It's my pleasure to talk to, to talk with you. It is, it's huge, huge news for uh, Greek football, for Olympiakos and the player uh, himself. Uh, we've seen players... Uh, coming to the Premier League since the 90s, but uh, not to the Champions of England, not to Liverpool, uh, not to Jurgen Klopp uh, team. It's a, it's a massive day, a massive transfer for Greek football and the player himself. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into the, the significance of the deal and talk about the, the player himself. But first, Demis, I just wanted to ask you for the correct pronunciation. I'm sure I've got it absolutely wrong, but how exactly is it we should be saying Kostas's full name? It's it's Tsimikas. But uh, I would I would guess that uh, he will go either by Kostas, his first name, like uh, Socrates Papastathopoulos, who plays for Arsenal. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Klopp and the boys will be calling him Tsimi. He will cut his uh, last name and Timmy sounds uh, about right uh, to me, like Robo, if you'd like. Yeah, certainly. And uh, it is Robo, of course. He'll be uh, challenging for that spot in the team. Well, uh, in terms of Simi then, in terms of what kind of player he is, what kind of left-back he is, what are Liverpool getting from Olympiacos? Let me answer you uh, in this way. If you, would, if you take a Liverpool supporter and force him to watch Olympiacos games from this season. I'm pretty sure that after the third, fourth, fifth game that he would watch, he would turn around and say, oh my God, this guy looks like Robo, plays like Robo. I'm not saying he's as good as uh, Andy Robertson, because I'm pretty sure that you believe that uh, Andy is the best left back in the world. And uh, I wouldn't go as, as far as to say that uh, Tsimikas is the second best left-back in the world. But the similarities are there for everybody to, to see. The, the, the aggressiveness in the way of playing, uh, they never get tired, the stamina is outstanding. Running up and down the wing constantly in every game. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that I have only seen Tsimikas really tired worn out in a game only once this season. And you have to remember that he's ever-present. Just like uh, Andy Robertson has been for Liverpool in the past three years, that's, why, that's what Tsimikas brings to Olympiacos for the past two, uh, two seasons. He's ever-present, running up and down uh, the wind with his stamina and his courage in the final third to try to help uh, his team in the offensive and not only just his uh, defensive uh, duties. I'm sure you would all remember that uh, Robertson 
made his name with that impressive uh, pressing run he did against Manchester City three years ago. And everybody in Anfield was excited to see him go and run and run and run. He began his run in the, in the halfway line in front of the dugouts and ended up pressing high up in the penalty box of uh, Manchester City. At first, every, we, we all thought that Simikas was that kind of player, you know, the passionate defender, Greek defender that he would uh, defend for his life and just th that. And as the games uh, pass, we realized that he had so much more to give, that he was just, not just a defender, that he would cross the box, he would enter the penalty area, he would do cutbacks, uh, crosses, or square the ball uh, along the goal mouth. And he's absolutely one of the best players for Olympiacos, who had won the league again this season after two years that they had lost the, the league. And everybody was talking about the player that it's, it's about, he's about to go and play somewhere else. He's about to go and play in Europe. And what we were waiting to find out is what will he, the destination will be. And it turns out it's Anfield and, uh, and Liverpool. Yeah, and you mentioned the comparisons there to Andy Robertson. I suppose he's probably the, the best barometer for us to use because I don't think, myself, I have to say, I'm not really across Greek football. I don't think many of our listeners on the, the Blood Red channel will be. But in terms of Andy Robertson then, and not just the playing side, I suppose how the deal sort of comes about because Kostas is 24 years of age. I think a lot of people will be wondering how maybe he's not been on the radar of clubs before this. But Andy Robertson, likewise, was probably a bit of a, a later developer as well. And you have, to, you have to think and uh, remind yourself that 24 is Michael Edwards and Jürgen Klopp's favourite age to get a player in. They like to get players in at the age of 24, maybe 27. That's when they have seen enough from the player to really know what they're getting and they have the best years of the player ahead of them to work with him and turn him to a much, much better uh, player. You have to remind yourself that Tsimikas, uh, three seasons ago, were, was playing on loan in the Netherlands, in the Eredivisie, with uh, Philem. He has uh, been a regular starter for Olympiacos for the past two seasons. But these two seasons have been amazing for him. And uh, his development is there for everybody to see. And during that season, even before January, it was evident that uh, Napoli was uh, looking into him. Very, they were very interested in him. They had Nice from the Ligue 1 of uh, France were uh, also looking uh, for him. But uh, that was before the uh, pandemic with uh, COVID-19. And Olympiacos were asking for more than 20 uh, million euros for the player. You have to... Uh, you have to remember that Olympiacos is the best selling club in, uh, in Greece and they know how to do it and they know how to get the price of the player uh, up. But uh, now that Liverpool came in and uh, with the COVID-19 situation, uh, the numbers are not so high everywhere in uh, Europe, maybe except uh, Chelsea and City, but that's, that's a different story. Uh, so the deal came through with that uh, amount of uh, money. I know that 
Not many people have heard of uh, Chimikas uh, before, but you know better than I do that uh, the recruitment of Liverpool for the past uh, four and five seasons have be, has been absolutely amazing. And uh, Edwards and Klopp, they don't care about what people think. They don't care if they get players from a team that, that uh, were relegated, like Vinaldum, like uh, Robertson, uh, maybe Sar this season, I don't know. Uh, they don't care if you think that uh, Salah is a, a Chelsea flop or uh, a man uh, is another uh, player from uh, Southampton. And they didn't care that uh, Virgin van Dijk became the most ex- expensive footballer in the world. And some people were saying, but this guy rarely b- plays for Netherlands. How can he be the best in the world if he is not featuring enough for his national team? And of course... Uh, Klopp and Edwards were right and the people were wrong. So I'm th- I'm pretty sure that if uh, they're buying Tsimikas, they know what, they, what they're getting. And they don't care if nobody knows the Greek league or if they, they haven't heard of the player three years ago. Yeah, no, definitely seems the case. And you mentioned before how he's been an ever-present for Olympiakos and uh, used to playing regular football a lot of the time. We understand, of course, Liverpool looking for a backup left-back. Will he be happy to initially come in as a backup? How long do you think it will take him to settle? And crucially, how long do you think it will be till maybe he is pushing Andy Robertson for that that starting position at Anfield? We'll have to wait and uh, see. Uh, it's not easy for for anybody to go from being a regular starter to trying to push for uh, maybe a place in the bench. Because we all know that uh, with uh, Klopp at Liverpool, there's a unique process of coming in the first team. You remember Ad Robertson himself uh, didn't feature until late December. And everybody was thinking, what, what's going on? Where's Robertson? We, uh, Liverpool bought the guy in the summer and he's not even in the bench. And once he started playing, he never went missing again. The same thing happened with Fabinho, who is a Brazilian international and cost uh, 50 million uh, euros. Uh, it will be hard for Chimikas, for sure. But he's a hard-working guy, a very noble uh, character, a guy that loves his football, has a quiet um, lifestyle. There's nothing fancy or uh, anything like... He doesn't think that he's a superstar that will go anywhere else and play. And I'm pretty sure that if he wasn't okay with uh, the process that he will have to go through uh, at Liverpool, he would say, okay, I won't go there. I will go to Napoli because uh, there I will be a starter again. Maybe he will go to Leicester, who were thinking about buying him after they will uh, sell Chilwell to Chelsea. Then he will be in the Premier League, playing in the most... Uh, the best uh, league in the world, and he will be a regular starter for one of the best teams in the in the league. Leicester are right up there, but he didn't. He he said, "Okay, I, I will go to Liverpool. This is a once in a lifetime uh, opportunity. It will be ha- hard for him. I have no doubt about it. But I have faith not only in the in the guy's character and uh, working rate, but also in the process that uh, Klopp's ha- Klopp has for every player." that he brings in. He's steady, take your time, do not worry about it, your time will come. It, it happened with Alex, with Oxley chamberlain I mean, 
<laughs> a guy from uh, Arsenal that, that you were thinking that he would come to the first team of Liverpool uh, right away. He didn't. It, it took him time. It took time for Fabinho. It took time for Robertson. Now, uh, Robertson has the place in the first team and that's, I'm sure that it will take time for Tsimikas to, to push uh, Andy. Yeah, sounds like maybe he, he's a humble guy, but obviously self-confidence as well that he can push Andy Robertson. And just on that then, is there, does he play solely as a left-back for Olympiacos or does he play maybe in a wing-back role or even maybe inside? Or is he just a, an out-and-out full-back? No, I have never... I've, I don't remember seeing him uh, playing in any other uh, position. Uh, OK, nobody wants to grow up and be Gary Neville. We all know that. He was a left midfielder in his early uh, days, but uh, no, he's a he's a left back. That's it. That's it. Much like uh, Andy, uh, they play in that position. I don't remember ever seeing him play in any other position for uh, for Olympiacos. Uh, he's just there. He's just a left back. I don't think he's versatile enough to play in any other uh, position. I suppose uh, I said that maybe people wouldn't have seen too much of him this season, but he has played against a number of English sides this year. Of course, Olympiacos were in the group stages of the Champions League and recently in the Europa League. So he's played Tottenham, Arsenal and Wolves this season. So he will be arriving at Anfield with limited but some experience of playing against English sides and crucially a player like Adama Traore of Wolves, who we've all seen this season, what he can do in the Premier League. Yes, he was... uh... It's, if you watch the game that Olympiacos knocked out Arsenal in the second leg of the Europa League uh, tie, that game went to overtime. And Tsimikas has to, had to play against uh, Nicola Pepe. And if you look at the stats, you would, see, you would think that uh, Tsimikas had the nightmare uh, f- facing Pepe. He, Pepe completed 12 successful take-ons, I think, on the night. But if you watch the game, you will see that he was right there against Nicola Pepe, trying to defend and try to help Olympiacos get through the game and knock out Arsenal, which, which was a, a massive result for, for Olympiacos. Pepe would uh, make a, ten on, a take on, a dribble, and the first player that he would face again was Chimikas, who was trying to defend, trying to force him to do another take on, try to block the pass or the sort of the shot of uh, Pepe. He kept uh, Adam Traore quiet. I think you all, you all saw the game, the second leg of uh, the game at Molinot against the uh, uh, Wolves. And he was one of the Olympiacos' best players in the last game of the group stage of uh, Champions League. Olympiacos were hosting the Red Star of Belgrade and they had to win to claim the third spot and advance to the Europa League. And Simikas were absolutely outstanding that night. He was the best player on the pitch. He was the best creator of the pitch with five chances created for his uh, teammates. He completed six dribbles. Of, of course, Red Star are not Tottenham, are not uh, Arsenal, are not Wolves. But I'm just saying that if the, the level of the opponent, opponent drops a uh, little, you could see that this guy could, as a left-back, be the best player uh, the, on the pitch. And that's not something you see very often. You see that Liverpool with Trent and uh, Andy. But you don't see that in many teams in the world, that their left or right back would be the best player uh, on the pitch. There were, I'm sure he would be 
it would be helpful for him to have played this uh, game as the, against Tottenham, Arsenal, and uh, Wolves. And he had to he had he had to face some real difficulties in this uh, game, especially against uh, Nicola Pepe. But he did his job. And he's ne- he, he's never discouraged in a game against such opponents as, as Pepe or uh, Adama Traore. No, certainly does come then with a, a glowing reputation. Be interesting to see what he can do. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. I'm fascinated about his loan spells in Denmark and the Netherlands, where certainly in the Netherlands with Willem Trey, coincidentally, he kept Jeannie Wijnaldum's brother out of the side, who was the other left-back in the squad. But I just wonder how important those stints away from Olympiakos on loan were for him in gathering experience and playing matches on a regular basis to come back and continue his development as rapidly as he has done. It was not only Jimmy's brother. Uh, that team. He, he also played, he was a teammate with Pedro Tirivella. And that's why I'm thinking Chimikas in the first place got uh, for the first time in the Liverpool's radar. Because the guys uh, that watched the, player, the players out on loan uh, saw Chimikas play along uh, Tirivella for that season. It was absolutely crucial because, you know, loans rarely work for Greek players. They don't, most of them don't have the right mentality to say, okay, this is for my development. I will go to another country. I will play my football and, and I will back, come back stronger. They take it as a form of rejection, if you will. And they don't like loans out and they rarely come back as an improved uh, player. And most of them, uh, when they're loaned out, they prefer to stay in the Greek League, the summer, <laughs> the weather, and their friends and their girlfriends and whatever. So if Olympiakos uh, loans a player out, he will just say, okay, I will go to one of the middle or smaller teams in the Greek uh, Superliga. Superliga. But Tsimikas didn't do that. And that's, uh, that's, that was great for him. To, and, his, and show that he's really interested in making a career and improving him, himself and becoming the best player that he can uh, become. It, it was the first season of his career that, his play, that he played regular foot, football, uh, week in, week out. I think he played for more than uh, 33 games for a uh, film that uh, season. He was in the best 11 of the week for six times, which is quite impressive for a 21-year-old from Greece playing in the uh, Netherlands. And uh, it was, he became back a different person with his, uh, his mentality, his, uh, folk, his um, concentration on the game and the belief he had in himself that I'm going to be you know, a top footballer. I'm going to make it. I'm not going to be loaned out uh, again in some smaller club in Greece. I'm going to be an Olympiakos player. You have to remember it's the pressure playing for Olympiacos is absolutely it's more than more than Liverpool. More, I, I can I, I can assure you uh, that you remember that uh, when Trent made his league debut, he was exposed by Rashford in the Old Trafford, and nothing bad happened. And when Gomez played at the Emirates and against Arsenal, he was exposed at the far post, and Liverpool didn't win the game and ended up in a draw. That was okay. They kept playing for the team and uh, 
they had the, tra- the tra- trust of uh, Klopp. That would happen in Greece to a young player. No, he would never play again. If if you if you play for Olympiakos and they, they lose a game against Panathinaikos or Pauk, and uh, you have made some crucial mistakes, that's it. You're gone. So, <laughs> in terms of pressure, uh, do not uh, not have any doubts in your mouth. In your mind about uh, Chimikas. They have to win every game, just like Liverpool uh, this year. And it's the end of the world if they don't. It's literally the end of the, of the world if they draw or uh, lose a game for, uh, for Olympiacos. So he came back, back from uh, Netherlands determined to make uh, the left-back uh, place his own, determined to make a career. Very, very interesting. And I suppose you mentioned maybe it was in the Netherlands he first came onto Michael Edwards' radar. Those sort of factors you talk about there, the pressure that he'll be under, the fact that he has moved abroad in the past, I'm sure things that aren't lost on Michael Edwards and Jurgen Klopp in recruiting this player. So let's talk about the deal then, Themis. And in terms of when interest first came around, you mentioned a couple of teams who have expressed interest in him. And not just when the interest first began in him, but also how quickly this deal's come around. Because over here, of course, there's been plenty of focus on Norwich City's Jamal Lewis, a deal unable to be done then. And this deal then seems to have happened very, very quickly over the course of the weekend. But I'm sure you'll tell us that in Greece, things have been bubbling under for a little while. Yeah, there are two different stories. The story that you guys have and the story that we guys uh, have. Uh, it is my understanding that uh, the British, uh, the English media were reporting that uh, Liverpool um, turned to Tsumikas after their first bid uh, for Jamal Lewis was uh, turned down by Norwich. I don't have the same story. I have an, um, a slightly different story. My understanding is that the first bid for Tsimikas came a week ago, before the stories on uh, Jamal Lewis uh, breakthrough. It was a week ago, it was before the Wolves-Olympiakos game, and I'm pretty sure that is the reason that nobody heard about it. Because Olympiakos had a very crucial uh, game against the Wolves. The team wanted to advance in the final eight of, of the Europa League, and so the, everybody was quiet. Uh, about it and, uh, and I don't know if they told the player yet that Liverpool made a bid uh, a couple of days before uh, the Wolves uh, game and uh, we turned it down. My understanding is that uh, Olympiacos turned it uh, down the initial offer. Uh, I think that they asked for 20 million euros more like just like uh, Norwich did but I am under the impression that uh, Liverpool understood that Norwich is, gonna, is not going to lower uh, their demands for uh, Jamal Lewis, while Olympiacos um, gave the impression that, OK, we, we want a little more, but it's not like you have to uh, get to 20 million to get uh, the player. Just a little bit more and it will be uh, fine. I, I wrote a piece on the Saturday night about uh, the first bit of uh, Liverpool and the second bit that I think would be incoming, I have to be honest with you, I didn't expect the second bit to come in the following uh, day. But uh, you know how things work with uh, Liverpool. They don't like sagas. They don't like stories 
uh, lingering on for weeks and months uh, during the summer. Mm, the Fabinho saga was uh, the shortest saga we have ever seen in the <laughs> in the, the national football. I mean, in, in two hours it was still done. Uh, it's, it's something like that. The the stories broke uh, yesterday about reaching an agreement with the club, and the, before you know it, he's on a plane coming to Liverpool for his uh, medical, and everything was uh, sorted out. For us, it was it has been weeks since we we had had the feeling that Liverpool were actively looking for uh, Chimikas. Of course, I had always kept in mind that. Uh, Michael Edwards would surely have a shortlist of names for the left-back uh, position, especially since they have Andy Robertson playing, since they're, they're, looking, they're really looking for a backup, which is not something that Liverpool has done for the past year, for the past uh, five, uh, four or five years. They have always been looking for a, place, for a player to go right into the team and build the puzzle piece uh, by piece. So I was pretty sure that they were looking uh, in the possibility of buying Chimikas, but I was I was sure that there would be other names too. So I wasn't getting my hope my hopes up. I would say, okay, they were looking about maybe they will go another in another direction. Maybe they have something else in mind. I think that the, the Norwich approach to the negotiation that it will be 20 million or nothing really turned. Uh, Liverpool onto Olympiacos and Tsimikas and they thought, okay, we're not going to go weeks about talking with uh, negotiating on the price of Jamal Lewis. We can get Tsimikas. We like him. He's on, he has been on our radar for uh, years. We're sure that he's the right man to uh, push Adi Robertson for the left-back position. So, a couple of days' time and that's it. On the on the deal, then, how significant is this for, I suppose, Greek football as a whole as well, rather than just the player, rather than just Olympiakos, the the profile that it brings of a deal with Liverpool Football Club? It's huge because we have many Greek players playing uh, abroad in the top five leagues. It's not big news anymore. Uh, Socrates Papastathopoulos played for Milan, played for Dortmund. Now he plays for Arsenal. Kostas Manolas, who has been in the news about Liverpool uh, many seasons ago, plays for uh, Napoli in the Serie A and the Champions League. He, his goal knocked out Barcelona uh, a couple of years ago. So it's not like it's something out of the blue, but it's Liverpool. I mean, with no disrespect to any other club or Arsenal or Dortmund or Napoli or Roma, it's Liverpool, they are the champions of England right now. They were the champions of Europe uh, last season. And Tsimikas is not like Kyriakos, like the veteran that will come back just to be on the, be on the bench. And you have to remember that, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you remember, that when Kyriakos came to Liverpool, Liverpool were in dire straits in many ways. And he did his best, but he didn't go to the best team in England. He just went to a very big, big uh, club with great history. But that's it. And it's huge for uh, for Greek football and Greek fans who you have to know that they're absolutely mental about fo football. They, 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 you know, they, they, they don't just care for their team. 
They have to follow everything about football. They know everything about the Premier League, about the Serie A, about La Liga, and they're crazy about it. And they, you have been watching Liverpool for the past three seasons getting better and better and better, reaching the Champions League final and then winning the Champions League and then doing this absolutely amazing season. And the first player they buy after they become the champions of England is, you know, Tsimikas from uh, Olympiacos at 24 uh, as a left back. Uh, he's going to play with Jurgen Klopp. Amazing. Uh, it's huge news for uh, Greek football. And uh, they, have, they have all been talking the, yesterday and today uh, about the Giorgatos. I don't know if you remember uh, the guy. He was the best left back uh, in the history of football, in my opinion. And he twice uh, played for Inter Milan. They bought him twice. And uh, he didn't have the right mentality. He was a world-class footballer, in my opinion. But he didn't have the right mentality to just say, OK, my Olympiacos year, years are over. I'm, uh, I'm going to play football in uh, Serie A and become the best uh, I can be. He always wanted to come back and play for Olympiacos. Uh, now, uh, it's 20 years since then, and the mentality of the Greek players, it's much, much, much different. They all aspire to go to the next level and the next uh, level. And uh, I think it's, it's great for everybody to see such a transfer uh, come through for Greek football. With no disrespect to any other, to any other Greek players that are playing ab abroad, and there are great players, they, they didn't go to Liverpool. LFC is a different story. No, I bet it makes your job interesting as well. As you say, the the fanatical aspect of Greek football fans wanting to know absolutely everything about all Greek players. So I'm sure you'll uh, you'll be very busy with this deal and everything that is to come with it. And you mentioned Kyriakos there. Of course, Kostas will become the, the second Greek player to to play for Liverpool. And I suppose the memories people may have of Kyriakos and what obviously a Greek player will bring to Liverpool, those are going to be very much transformed with Simikas when he arrives at Liverpool? Yes, I, I can understand uh, why that would be the case. They would be thinking of Kyriakos. Uh, OK, I can, I can tell them that they can expect the same uh, passion and work rate. But Kyriakos was the, was the old standard archetype of defender of your uh, Jamie Carragher that would, sp would spend uh, 90 minutes on the pitch fighting with the, with the opponents and the centre-forwards. Tsimikas is a modern player. And uh, Klopp and Edwards would never buy somebody if they didn't think that they fit absolutely the, the standards of uh, Liverpool that, that, that Liverpool have uh, these days. It's, he's a modern player. He's not just a, just a defending uh, fullback. He's an attacking fullback. He's, he has the courage to um, enter the opponent's penalty box. He has the courage to take on the opponent. And he has a stamina to go up and down in the wing, in, on the wing for uh, 90 minutes. Um, I can understand that they will be thinking of Kyriakos, but uh, no long hair, no <laughs> Highlander look, <laughs> nothing like that. Uh, no. Uh, Tsimikas is a modern uh, footballer and I think that the evolution of the position 
in the past two or three years through Liverpool's success, it's the best, absolutely best timing for Tsimikas to sign. Now that the football world is looking at uh, fullbacks again, not just as uh, assets in the team, as, as maybe are the most valuable player or the most integral player in the system of uh, the way they play, the timing could never have been better for uh, Tsimikas to sign his 24. He has the best years of his uh, career ahead of him and he goes to play for the the best team in the world in, all, in terms of utilizing the, the, the fullbacks. So he's not Trent. Nobody's like Trent. We all know that. Okay. He, I mean, okay. Nobody's like Trent. It's a, it's a unique uh, phenomenon, the way he plays in that right-back position. And, uh, but he plays in the exact same way that Adi Robertson plays. And I'm sure... I'm pretty sure that that would be a massive uh, help for him in order to uh, establish himself in the Liverpool uh, team. Well, Themis, it's been absolutely brilliant to pick your brains and talk to you all about Costas Simicas, the next player who, as you say, the first signing for Liverpool after becoming champions of the Premier League. Thank you very much for your time and for joining us here on the Blood Red channel. It's been great chatting with you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Brilliant stuff. Well, Themis uh, Kessaris, the managing editor of Sport24, joining us here on the Blood Red channel. Don't forget, the Blood Red podcast will be with you this afternoon to react even further to the news that Kostas Simikas is set to become Liverpool's first signing since becoming Premier League champions. From myself, Guy Clark, though, and all of us here at the Blood Red channel, thanks for your time and company. It's bye for now. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.